a place for everything and everything in its place. Hi, this is Anita Joyce here with Kelly Wilkness, and this is Decorating Tips and Tricks. Today's episode is Organize Like a Pro, and you and I do have this in common, Kelly. We both love to organize, and we love having an organized home. So this is our episode. Is it something about being a Capricorn? I don't know. I think it might be a little bit of the controlling Capricorn goat thing. And I mention this because, you know, it just might be our birthday next week. (laughs) Might be. And if you didn't know this, we share the same birthday, January 17th. Weird and wonderful. <laughs> I know, I know. And, I can't know, remember when we figured that out. It obviously wasn't the first day we we met each other online, but at some point we realized, and it just sort of made sense, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I mean, and it's kind of interesting because our personalities are different, but uh, we just kind of get each other, I think, in a, a really cool way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think in the deep down, very much the same. Uh, And it's the new year. So what a perfect time to get organized if you aren't already or really tighten it up if you think you are already organized. There are things that you can be doing and do continually that we're going to talk about today to really have an amazing home that runs like a well-oiled machine and where you know where everything is. But before we get started, I stumbled upon something online and it just really struck me and I thought it was such a wonderful way to ring in the new year in a sense and some things to think about as we look ahead to uh, the year spread before us. So I just want to read this to you, okay? It's looking ahead, I see less stay and more go, less get and more give, less down and more up, less panic and more peace, less doubt and more dream, less hurt and more heart, less rush and more rest, less more and more less, less loss and more found. So happy new year to everybody. And let those words sink in. I've been um, having them running through my head ever since I stumbled upon this. And I don't know who wrote it, but I think it's pretty fabulous. That is wonderful. And it is a new year. It is a time for new beginnings. And I don't really do a lot of uh, New Year's resolutions, but I think it is a wonderful time to reassess things and kind of think about your life and maybe not set specific resolutions that maybe you might fail at, but maybe set a new direction and think about improving certain things in your life. And certainly organization is one of those things that I think we all strive for. And it's a wonderful thing that every year you get a fresh start. Yes, isn't it? I love that about January. I love opening my new planner and calendar. And I too, I don't <laughs> Your really paper make planner. That's right. My paper planner and I sharpen my pencils. And I too don't really make resolutions per se, but I like to, to take stock of the year that went before and then come up with maybe two or three big 
goals that I would like to achieve. But again, they're not sort of set in stone, but things that I'm, I'm really focused on working towards, maybe not accomplishing everything, but getting them going for the year. So I bet everybody listening has those thoughts going on in their head. And some of your thoughts might be turning to your home and getting it organized. So that's why we're here for you today with these tips and advice. You want to kick us off, Anita? I sure will. And that is, I think the first thing to think about or to keep in mind is that you have got to get rid of some stuff. If you go through organizing your house and you don't get rid of anything, you're not doing it right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, can you help me right now before you go on? Can everyone help me? Okay, I want to get rid of this balsam hill tree. I wanted to get rid of it last year. I wanted to get rid of it before Christmas this year. Mm -hmm. It's big. It's Mm -hmm. in a bag. I'm not going to put it up anymore. Mm -hmm. I do a live tree. I'm not going to have more than one or maybe one and a half trees anymore. Right, right, okay. But I am really having a hard time getting rid of it. And I keep thinking, oh, if I get rid of it, I'll have so much space and I can put all the other things there. And and then I thought, I have to find a family who needs this yeah, tree. Don't need- and now I don't want to donate it after Christmas because it'll just get like maybe thrown in a landfill or something. So should I hold on to it until next November or should I give it away? And if anybody lives near me and they... What a gorgeous balsam hill tree, which I was given because we worked with them. If anybody wants it, I'll put Mm -hmm. it outside for you and you can take it under the cover (laughs) of night. You know, I I get what you're saying. I mean, those are really nice trees and you hate to just kind of uh, take it to goodwill where you're wondering if they're just going to throw it in a pile somewhere. Those are super nice trees and actually put up my balsam hill tree this year and it looks so beautiful with the balsam hill. Oh, stop it. Stop saying that. Well, it didn't look great, but you're gonna make me want to keep it. No, but if you're gonna use a real tree every year, then you do need to give it away. Well, I'll tell you what would help you is if you found a family that was, you know, that that would be a real budget stretcher for them. You're gonna feel so happy to give it to them. Yes, so, so I have to feel <laughs> to mm-hmm. find this perfect. You just family need to find the, the family. Tree. Well, don't With, don't have a lot of requirements for the family. No, <laughs> just that they want it and they have room just to store it until it next anyway. year. That's right. Exactly. But somebody's got room for it. I think you should definitely give it away. I think you okay, absolutely Okay, yay. All right. Oh, I feel lighter already. Okay, I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, that was good. That was good. I, because the thing is, the, the key, the secret to making this work is you've got to get rid of stuff. Because the pr- way you got into this situation in the first place is we just put too much stuff in our house. We have too much stuff. And when you have stuff just jammed in a closet... Ain't no organizational bins are going to fix that. So, you know, if there's just, if everything's just shoved in there, it's not all going to go back in an organized fashion. So you're going to need to pull some stuff and get rid of some stuff uh, because there's only so much stuff that's going to fit in there in an organized way. So I think that is the key is just decide now you're going to get rid of stuff. People like me, it's easy for me, but I know people that I live with. Do not like getting rid of things. You're absolutely right. You have to have the mindset that you're going to get rid of things. And I usually do, but I was really hung up on this tree. So thank you for helping me through that. And if there is a family out there that really wants a tree and can store it, I hope they let me know. Well, it's that easy. Is there anything else you need to be talked out of? (laughs) No, 
know. I think I'm pretty good otherwise. <laughs> well, but here's the thing, too. That's so massive. If you gave that to a family that thoroughly was going to enjoy it and love it, first off, you get the joy of giving it. And then look at all that space you're going to have freedom. Oh, I know. I know. I know. I feel like just leaving the podcast right now and going, you're doing it. I'm excited. <laughs> Another thing. So get your head around the fact that you're going to be getting rid of things, not just moving things around. Exactly what Anita said. And my first tip is you have to analyze your personality and you have to organize in a way that is going to suit your own personality and that of whom you live with. Even the people you live with, you might have to just pull them along, but certainly the way you organize, the way you approach organizing has to work with your own personality or you're not going to be able to stick with it. There are so many methods out there and there are so many individuals doing organizing that you have to sort of figure out what works for you. You might pick and choose oh, maybe you'll fold the way Marie folds. Maybe you'll be ruthless the way Anita's ruthless. But you have to put your own method together because the idea of having an organized home and an organized life is not that you spend one weekend with trash bags and driving to Goodwill and getting rid of it all. It's really every day. You have to make it part of your life. So it if it the way you're doing it doesn't suit your personality, you're not going to stick with it. You're not going to make it part of your everyday and a continuous part of your life. Interesting you say that because I would say last year, each year I do some sort of organization in January. Uh, last year, I made a concerted effort to put bins and boxes and drawer liners in every drawer. And because I had such a good system I have very little organizing or refreshing to do this year. So I think what you're saying is correct. You need to put a really good system in place. If you just kind of straighten, then you're going to end up throwing more stuff in it and in the closet or whatever, and it's going to get messy again. You really need a good organizational system to keep this up. Uh, And I have another thought I wanted to throw in there before we get into the steps. And this one is kind of an overarching theme. And that is the one in and one out thought. Uh, you know, I love dishes and every now and then I buy dishes. I have every time, now and then. But I only buy them. <laughs> I only buy them if they're really incredibly, incredibly special uh, because I have so many. But if I bring some in, the rule is I've got to get rid of some. So I will find some that I don't really care that much about and give them to somebody or sell them. Let me circle back. Mm-hmm. Let me get back to what I was saying about having a method that is really going to suit your personality. Mm -hmm. I totally agree with you. You have to have a system. But the thing is, I think that system where you bought the bins and you bought the pretty drawer liner and you went room by room, that suits your Capricorn personality (laughs) very well. Like I was getting all hot and sweaty when you were talking about that. I'm like, oh, that's that's the way I would do it. But not everybody's going to do it that way. So I think everybody has to really analyze and be true to yourself. How are you going to get this done? Everybody can organize. It's like the same thing with gardening. It really just makes me, ugh get angry when people say, oh, I don't have a green thumb. Everybody, what is a green thumb? Everybody can garden. Everybody can do it. Everybody can organize, right? You just have to find the way that works for you so you can make it part of your everyday life. 
Right? So definitely your approach worked for you, Anita, and you have been able to go through your whole home and keep it up through the year. See, that's really where the proof is in the pudding there, is that you've been doing it all along, right? So it suits your personality. It wasn't like, oh, I can't, I don't even want to do that. I don't want to look at that. Well, it just made it part of every day. Yeah. I mean, I see what you're saying. It has to suit your personality, but if you, you, you don't have a clearly defined place where everything goes, I think it's a lot harder to keep it that way. Because uh, I know with my daughter, this is not something that comes naturally to her. And she's really struggled with organization. But then I kind of set her up with that Marie Kondo uh, technique in the drawers of her dresser, and they've stayed nice. Right. Yes. Yes. Because that must work with her, right? That's working mm -hmm. for her. So that's kind of where I'm coming at it from. Because, it, you know, just like anything, if it's hard to do, you hate it, it's not a satisfying chore, then you're not going to do it. What you can do to organize that makes you feel good and how you can incorporate that into your everyday life. And we're going to have specific tips. And even I'm going to toss in a few products that I really love. Mm -hmm. We're talking right now sort of a little bit more amorphous about the approach. And I just wanted to get back to the one in, one out thing, because I do think there's some value in this. And I don't literally go, okay, I brought one dish in, one dish out. But just kind of the concept of if I'm bringing something in, then I need to be getting rid of something. And I think there's a lot of value to that. So, and I kind of just kind of think about it all the time. Like you bring in all these groceries and you're eating the food. And then you have all these containers that everything came in. So all that goes in the trash and all that trash has to go out. I mean, just think of a house where you never take the trash out. I mean, it would be, uh, you would be on an episode of Hoarders if you did that. I mean, you really, stuff needs to come in. It needs to go out. I mean, I just think about like a living organism, like you feed the puppy puppy chow and then the puppy gives you a present. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way sometimes on your run that's right but you like you put in stuff in one end of the puppy and stuff comes out the other end but <laughs> if it doesn't come out i hope no one's eating while they're listening <laughs> well the point is i know i don't like talking about that sorry but the point like, is i really can't even believe you that was well, an I analogy use, from you i didn't use any potty language that's See, yeah but we all know yeah, what I'm saying. yeah you know what i'm saying okay, but the point okay. i mean it seems kind of whatever but the point is like if the Nothing comes out. The puppy's going to die. And I kind of have that thought when I think oh. about it. Well, I know, but you're, but it's not going to happen because the puppy will be fine. The puppy's fine. <laughs> no puppies were killed. <laughs> in this organization. That's right. In this episode. <laughs> Organizing episode. That's right. Uh, so, I mean, but it's the same way with your house. For it to be a healthy, living organism, you mm. need to get some stuff out or it's just going to get overstuffed. And that's just not healthy for, for anybody. Agreed. But, you know, I have to say on the one thing in, one thing out, I could see now for my personality, I couldn't be strict with that. Because if you said, it's if you strict. buy one more white pitcher, you have to get rid of one of yours. And that would be like no, me no, trying no. to get rid of one of my dogs. Like, oh, I'm no, like no, 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 I collected these all. Uh-uh. No, it's not like, well, I do that with the dishes, but that's not, but that's just me. No, it's not, you get, bring in one dish, one pitcher, you have to get rid of one pitcher. It's if, if you bring something in, you should then release something in your house. It doesn't have to be a pitcher. Right. So if I bring in a white pitcher, I can get rid of uh, a divorced sock or something. Yeah, some ugly old clothes that you don't like anymore. 
Okay. okay Something with a hole in it. See, now I'm making that now my personality, happy. but I'm see, still organizing. You see? <laughs> right, it's all right. working. I'm not saying get rid of something that you love or that you're currently using. Yeah. But you know, sometimes you read some of these things and it's kind of like that. That's kind of hardcore. No, no, no. But we, but you know, we took everything out of the attic in the summer, which was not the best time to do that. And it was chocked full of my father-in-law's books and we decided we were not putting anything back in the attic because my feeling is I don't want anything going in the attic because it's just a terrible place to store just about anything. So I think we have some luggage up there now. And I think the Christmas tree and that's it. That's the only thing in the attic now. But we pulled all these boxes out and then we ended up being some files up there. And I told everyone, be brutal because nothing's going back up there. But so. I think doing it in the blazing heat of a Houston summer was the perfect time to do it because nobody wanted to go back up nobody there with anything. Nobody wanted to go back up there. That is yes. exactly right. So think about that on the day but you're see, going to but organize. But because we reorganized in the summer, and I did the garage too, all the Christmas stuff was up there. So now the Christmas stuff, with the exception of the one of the tree, is all in my garage. So it was. I cannot tell you how nice it was. And they're all labeled now. So, because I actually have a big tree and a little tree. So it was just so... Tree and a half. Yeah, <laughs> tree and I, a half. That's what I do. But tree the boxes half. are now labeled like big tree, little tree on the ornaments. <laughs> yeah. And then, we, and then, uh, and then one tree is in the garage. So it's, it was just so nice to be able to go out there, not go in the attic, not deal with that. And you just went in the garage and just pulled the bins off of the shelf and you knew which ones to get. They were you didn't have to sort through, you know, all these boxes on boxes and boxes. You're kind of sorting like which ones are the Christmas things. Yeah. It was so I cannot tell you it made everyone so happy. So you may think, "Oh, it's such a small thing to be organized." But it made our Christmas experience so much more pleasant no, and we're putting up so much thing. better. It's it really huge. Was. It's yeah. huge. I mean, there's a giant industry about organizing and there's a good reason why because I'm getting that really good fresh feeling just listening to you. But before we get to the particular tips and some of the items that I mentioned, I am going to tell you about the sponsors that we have supporting decorating tips and tricks today. You have the symptoms, Bonafide has the solutions. Bonafide is here to provide women with naturally powerful remedies to safely treat the natural symptoms that occur throughout our lives, from PMS to menopause and everything else along the way. So give Bonafide a try today. There are no hormones in any Bonafide product and no prescription is required. You'll get real relief without compromise. And you can also get 20% off your first purchase when you subscribe to any product. Go to HelloBonafide.com and use our promotion code DTT. That's HelloBonafide, B-O-N-A-F-I-D-E.com and use the code DTT for 20% off at checkout. This is the best price on Bonafide subscriptions you'll get anywhere and you'll also receive free shipping when you go to HelloBonafide.com and use the code DTT. We'll make it super easy and have a clickable link in our show notes for your convenience. Life can be stressful. Access to healthcare shouldn't be. Luckily, getting birth control and wellness products is one less thing you have to stress about with the Pill Club. 
With the Pill Club, you'll never have to make a trip to the doctor or wait in line at the pharmacy. They provide access to care from the comfort of your home and delivery to your door in discreet packaging. The Pill Club carries over 120 FDA-approved brands. Most brands of birth control are free with insurance or Medicaid. Otherwise, prices start as low as $7 per month. The Pill Club delivers birth control to your door for free in discreet packaging along with fun self-care gifts and goodies. So skip the office visit and waiting in line at the pharmacy and join the club today. Right now, when you go to thepillclub.com slash DTT, the Pill Club is offering a $10 donation to bedsider.org for every decorating tips and tricks listener who becomes a patient. Your donation will help low-income individuals get access to birth control through bedsider.org. That's the Pill Club, P-I-L-L-C-L-U-B.com slash DTT to get your first birth control care package and donate to help more women in need of affordable birth control. Remember the pillclub.com slash DTT and you must use this link to make the donation. We love Joybird. Joybird allows you to create a space that really reflects your individuality. Joybird allows you to choose from over 18,000 customization options or browse their curated collections to find the perfect piece for your one-of-a-kind style. I have my eye on the Argo floor mirror. It's a tall, leaning mirror in a gold frame. Take a look. You're going to love it too. Each piece of Joybird furniture is made with incredible care using responsibly sourced materials free of harmful chemicals. And through partnerships with groups like One Tree Planted, Joybird is helping conserve and restore the Earth's most precious natural resources. Quality craftsmanship, stain-resistant and scratch-resistant fabrics, and limited lifetime warranty on all Joybird furniture. Joybird stands behind its quality and craftsmanship. If it's not everything you've hoped for, you can send it back with their 90-day return policy. So create a space that brings you joy with Joybird. Visit joybird.com slash D-T-A-T and get 30% off your purchase. That's 30% off at joybird.com slash D-T-A-T. Now, you want to dive into some specific tips? One is to do it every year and you just need a refresh. But if you don't do it every year, things can kind of get out of hand. But let me ask you this. Do you Mm -hmm. think if you make it part of your everyday life and you're doing it constantly that you really have to do a big organization or a big purge every year? Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's going to be that hard because I everything's organized. And so like, I don't even need to go in my closet because right. it's, it looks exactly like it did a year ago, except there's a few more clothes and a few, I mean, there's a few different clothes. Some new things went in, some new, some old things went out, but my closet's perfectly organized. I don't even need to talk to touch it. So there's a lot of parts of the house that I don't need to do anything to. So yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. We live this way every day. So I'm not going to have a big purge. But you're suggesting just to take a look, like take inventory. I'm just saying, I think you should go in every closet because I think there's a few places where eh, things might've gotten out of hand a little bit here or there. Mm-hmm. I just like to go check the entire house though. I just like to go in every closet, every drawer, and just make sure everything looks good. Mm-hmm. And if it's kind of gotten overwhelming, then I'm going to pull some stuff out and redo it. Once you've done the big organizing, then if you keep up with it, it shouldn't be anything really overwhelming. Right. So when, I say, so when I say do it every year, I mean go through and check everything. So it's kind of like a checkup. You're just kind of going right. through and checking to make sure everything's okay. Because the people you live with might have snuck those mugs back or something like that. Could have <sighs> behind your back. Yeah. Well, somebody moved out. And you know what? After she moved out, 
I boxed up some things and went, look, you forgot some things. <laughs> <laughs> Although she's in an extremely small apartment, so I still have a closet full of her stuff and two dressers full. Before you run out and buy any new containers, look for storage solutions in the places you already have. Look up, particularly if you have a garage or a bonus room or a shed or someplace. Look up. Can you put shelving up there maybe for those Christmas bins or other holiday decor, things you don't have to get to that often? But make a plan. If you have to get things sort of really under control and off the ground and up and put away, Look for places in your home as it exists where you can maybe add some shelving or a a closet that you're not using to its fullest potential. Things like this. If you just have a closet with a rod, but really you need shelves, maybe you put some shelves in there. Get ready. And so you have the places. But when I say get ready, that doesn't mean run to the container store or go to Target or wherever your favorite big box store is and buy a lot of bins. Don't do that until you've done the other steps, the purging and the ruthless uh, organization that we've been talking about. Because buying the bins is not organizing. That's just buying more stuff to bring into your house. You have to know the number of bins, the size bins, all these things before you make that purchase, right? So mm-hmm. I know it feels good to go buy these things like you're actually organizing, but you're kidding yourself. You're not. You're just buying more stuff. That's right. And that's why you want to purge first and then see what's left and kind of see how it's what you've got and how you're going to be sorting things exactly. before you go buy those. I agree with you. And when you start organizing your house, I like to start and do one room at a time and finish that room before I go on to the next one because... Then you get that sense of accomplishment and you're you're ready to tackle another room. But now as you're going through, there may be some things in one room that you're like, well, wait a minute, this there's more of this in another room. So you might end up kind of moving things from one room to another. But I think definitely start at one room. And in that room, you're going to do one dresser at a time, one chest at a time, one cabinet, one closet. And then you finish that and then go on to the next one. But definitely, or maybe you put it all in, I mean, some of that may be in the wrong place. But in doing this, you may end up realizing, oh, well, this is in this dresser, but it really should be in the other dresser with those other things. Right. And so, and practically, we often don't have a long weekend to do this from sunup to sundown. So maybe you only have an hour and a half while your baby's napping or before you have to go pick somebody up from school or or on the weekend, you worked all week, you don't want to spend the entire Saturday and Sunday doing it. So you're a lot, a certain number of hours. So if you do what Anita's saying and you decide you tackle one room or even just one chest of drawers or one cabinet, it could be one drawer, just what the time you have to uh, give to it, really focus on that. And I I like what Anita's saying that oftentimes you'll be like, oh, packing tape. I think I also have packing tape in another drawer or Mm -hmm. I have some other tapes with my wrapping paper. I want to put them all in one place. So maybe get a box and have that with you. So take the things out that you don't want in that particular, let's say, chest of drawers that you're working on. Put it in that box. Maybe you don't have time on that day to go then find the perfect spot and 
and have them meet their other friends that are tape <laughs> or or whatever, you know, in the other place they're going to actually finally live. But you've got that box and you can, you know, slide that someplace and then that's kind of your working box. That's where you put things that aren't supposed to be, you find, mm-hmm. and they're not supposed to be there and you're going to move them to someplace else. Yeah. And I think it's so much easier to find things once you've organized them by what you just said. I think that's a key point that you're going to put like things together. So I have a closet that is just for office supplies and it's right off of my study. And then I have a closet under my stairs that's all my tools and all my kind of, you know, things like that. Uh, duct tape, that's where the painter's tape is, the the goggles, the, the glue, the uh, caulk, all of that is in one place. And in each of those closets, I have matching bins. So it's so nice that they all mm. kind of look mm, alike. This and is it, my love language. Truly. I know. They're all, let me tell you, they're all the same match. I went to Ikea and bought all mm. this. And so in the tool one, they're all open. So you just look in the bin and you can see what's in every bin. And I have like, you know, the goggles with the safety glasses and the earplugs and the gloves are all in one bin. You just must feel so satisfied every time you I, need something. You just open it up and there it is, looking you yeah, right in the eye. I know, because other people go in, my family goes in there, where is the glue? I'm like, well, it's in the bin with the, the glue and the, the tape. It's all in that one bin Duh. together. I know. It's in the glue and it's tape It's the bin. stuff that puts things together. Yeah, I mean, that really, and then. You I end think- up saving money when you do this, too, mm-hmm. because I, this is a couple of years ago, and I was helping a client organize. And she had a beautiful home, but she had stuff stuffed. You would never have known. She was kind of a closet hoarder. I mean, literally closet, figuratively and literally. We, you, you said tape and it made me think of it. I just kept collecting things on her big dining room table. Okay. Oh, here's more. Oh, here's more tape. She had 47 rolls of tape. <laughs> Some open, some started, like like 10 not even open, but she would never know where it was. So when she needed some tape, she'd go buy another tape. Oh, I've done that so many times. I cannot tell you. Not anymore. No, I know where everything is now. How about this? Take a break from buying for January and February or whatever month you decide to start this. Just take a pause. Like, do you really need, like, you probably, obviously, if you're this one I'm talking about, you didn't need any tape. Maybe you don't need anything else. Just take a breather. I kind of sometimes feel like, you know, when you were talking earlier about oh, there's always the groceries coming in and then you're maybe going to the, the you know, CVS or the Rite Aid and there's more stuff coming in. And there's a paper towels and there's this and then, you know, and then there's the Amazon boxes coming. And sure, some stuff is exciting. You know, maybe you bought yourself something new or what have you. But most of it's just like the stuff that keeps churning in. So if you've got enough of stuff and if you're like one of those Costco people and you have so much of everything, you know, like so 40 boxes of tissues or whatever, take a breather. Just don't have stuff come in. And that's more of a like a mental break than necessarily organizing, but it will also give you this little respite from more and more and more and more and more stuff just arriving at your doorstep. Oh yeah, sometimes I get stressed when I get groceries because I'm thinking, where am I going to put all of this? That's so funny. I do too. Yeah. Well, and let's talk. But about- then you know what happens? They eat it all, and you're like, darn it, I got to do it again. <laughs> I know, isn't that the truth? But let's talk about things that we should be getting rid of. So, okay. you know, so, you know, you're going to get rid of things that are broken, things that you're not using. But even if it's usable, if you have six staplers, 
you probably don't need all of those. So, you know, you may have something that still has some use in it, but you just have a bunch of them. And if that's the case, then you can give some of those away. uh, And that's going to free up space, Uh, clothing that you don't wear, anything that's expired. And remember, old shampoos and body lotions, uh, those don't really do so well if they're pretty old. And sometimes those lotions get rancid. I've smelled them and they're, I'm I'm not kidding. So I'm just saying old shampoos and, you know, you'll end up with 50 of those little bottles. Oh, well, you know, the hotel ones. I mean, come on, I can't resist. So, but then you have so many of them. You got to throw all that. Oh, I just, yeah. We used to do a great thing with the girls when they were in high school were in uh, an organization where we would do these care packages for uh, people, homeless people or people in hospital. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. 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 And we did all of those, but, and that was great. You could use all of those for that. And then it was, you know, again, going to somebody who could really use it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if they're still good, you know, if you do have a shelter somewhere nearby Mm -hmm. you, that (laughs) might be a great place just to put them in a bag and drop them off. Oh, yeah. I think that's a great idea if they're still good. Now, I will caution, though. I mean, there was this ice cream maker, and I thought, I'm not going to. We've had it for 10 years, never used it, and I got rid of it. And now I'm thinking, okay, I think we're going to start making ice cream, our own ice cream, uh, because I want to use make, um, you know, like it from coconut milk and some of these fun flavors uh, without all the sugars. So actually, I'm, but you know what? That was a hand crank, and I want one of those that has the compressor in it that you just plug it in. So it actually kind of freed me up to buy something that that I want to have now. So I would have felt bad about it if I had the hand crank. So yeah, there are just win-win. so many things like that that you know you got I mean, the crepe maker, the waffle maker, all these things. Maybe you used once or you never used, or you mm-hmm. think, oh God, I never want to clean that. So why would I? You know, I don't want to use it because I don't have to clean it. All that kind of stuff. There's so many things that we don't need, and there are so many good places to donate things or give them to a friend or you know put them out on your parkway with a free sign and somebody will come and take them but they'll be out of your house and you'll be so happy yeah and you know we have this massive ikea bookcase on our my back porch actually speaking of which and it was in a closet before we moved here and then it was in our garage and we moved things around and i don't have a place for it anymore because we kind of moved things around and uh certain people in my family certain somebody i'm not going to mention it uh, wants to keep it for later on, you know, if we build a barn at the farm, then you can use it. But I'm thinking, what is that, five years from now? Yeah. I don't want this thing sit. I just, so, you know, I'm going to, it's like, it's going by the, it's going by the curb. You know, and my people might. Do it. Think, do it now. Go drag it out there. I'll keep talking. Go do it. <laughs> Go do it. He won't know. Well, I told him, I told him, I like, I cannot have this. It's been sitting on the back porch for like two months. And I said, I cannot, this cannot be sitting here for five years. Yes, it can't be. You can't can't. be an authority in organizing and have that sit there. Just tell him, yeah, it's not good for your Well, and if I put it by the curb, someone's going to pick it up and they're going to be so happy with it. They're going to be so happy. I hope you see the glee in their eyes as they drive away with your uh, IKEA bookcase. That would be awesome. Yeah, I know know there's sometimes you get rid of, I've gotten rid of so much stuff. I would say there's 2% of stuff that I go, oh, I shouldn't have gotten rid of that. But 90%, 8% that I go, yay, 
Yay, I'm so happy I got rid of that. Yeah, it's so great. And everybody that's doing this and going to do this, you're going to feel so good too. So it's, it gives you like this crazy endorphin high too when you're organized. I just oh, absolutely love it. Well, and, and what I, I also love doing was when as I'm organizing, you know, I am cleaning like a crazy person right behind all my organization. <laughs> and then I move on to the next room. So that's a nice thing too if you like to do that sort of thing. Wow, that is just like... Uh, on top of the satisfaction of organizing, then you have this fresh, clean, lovely space, and then you can move on to the next one. Yay. Right. And I would just say the bigger it is, the more you need to really think about whether you should get rid of it. I mean, if it's just a few paper clips, who cares? They're not taking up much space. But these big, like your tree, my bookcase, these are big things. And that's a big problem when you keep something that big that you're really not going to use. Because yeah. think how much yeah. stuff that you could organize nicely in that space or maybe just have it as an empty space. So this stuff does have a cost in a way for keeping it because, you know, if you never got rid of anything, you'd end up having to pay for a storage um, no, absolutely. And there are so many people that do that. And, you know, if that is something that's going on in your life and you're spending money monthly to store stuff that you don't want or that, I'm sorry, Kevin, but somebody thinks maybe they could possibly use it in five years. <laughs> Think of all the money you save. You can get yourself a new bookcase. Forget it. Move on. <laughs> Hey, you know, we have a longtime listener, Maria, and uh, she let me know that she has a business called Bliss This House. And so if you're in the Connecticut area, uh, Maria would be really thrilled to help you with your organization. So uh, we'll put a link to her Instagram in the show notes, and she's willing to give our DTT listeners 20% off her services. So you just DM Maria at Bliss This House. Oh, very nice. You want me to talk about my items? Because I do sure. my Yes, items. talk about your items. Okay, so there's so many organization items that you can get out there, right? And like I'm saying to you, don't just run out and buy bins and things like that until you know what you need to put in them because you may end up just with some bins that are now taking up space that are empty. And there are all other types of things that people want to convince you that if you buy this, you'll be organized. But that's not true because organizing is work and commitment. And I know you can all do it and you probably do it already. You're just going to do it better after you listen to this episode. But these are three items that I use in my own home and that I really like for their practicality and also that they help me stay organized. My bamboo utensil expander organizer. I love that item. I remember when we did this kitchen and I've used it in kitchens in the past, but when I used it here and everything was so crazy, I think like walls were still like falling behind me, but I took all my utensils and I organized them into the bamboo expandable and I slid it into a drawer and I just felt so good. No matter what else chaos was going on during our restoration of this home, I had my utensils organized. Well, so I let love me just that. say, Kelly, mm -hmm. I think you're You've got a key here. If you have a drawer, you need a drawer organizer because if you do not, it doesn't matter how well you organize it, after it's been pulled out five times, it's going to be a, an awful mess. So you absolutely need an organizer in every drawer. Ooh, wow. Every drawer. Okay. I might have to take up my game there every. a little bit. I just have it in the one drawer, but well, I, I mean, love it. Yeah. I mean, like not in clothing drawers, but, you know, in utensil drawers. Yes. It's so helpful. And I think, you know, you could use it for things like tools and whatnot, like screwdrivers and whatnot. You could use it for that too. So we'll link that in the show notes. I also like large, clear jars. 
they're great to organize smaller items that you want to collect together um, or in your laundry room or in a bathroom for cotton balls and things like that. So there are various sizes, but I linked to a set of uh, clear glass lidded jars that hold about a gallon. So that is a really wonderful size. You can get a lot of stuff in there. You could even use it in your pantry. You could put protein bars or things like that in them, and you can see through them, right? So it's really easy to know, do you need to replenish? You know, is the flavor you want in there or whatnot? And the third item that I really can endorse are these shoe bags. Now we made beautiful shoe bags, right? When we had bespoke decor and I do have sets of those, but you can't really see what your shoes are in there, but they do look beautiful. So I did get this set of 18 pieces. So it's 18. So I guess that's nine pairs of shoes, right? And they're black with a clear window in the front. And so you can see what shoe is in there. So all those three items will be linked in the show notes. I can highly endorse all of them. Well, it's interesting you say that because I have something I'll link to that I've used in my cabinetry in my closet for my shoes. And these are actually behind doors, but I think if you have them sitting out, they're just some of the better looking shoe organizers that I've seen. And I've used these for all my shoes and it just, it looks great. So I'll include that. And then also my bins that I found at Ikea, I'll include those links for those and the boxes. And remember, label your boxes. If if it's not clear and you can't see what's in it, label them so you know. Otherwise, you're going to be opening every box to figure out what's what. Uh, And then when you have drawers that have clothes in them, I think Kelly and I are sold on the Marie Kondo method of folding your clothes. And the way it works is you're kind of going to Rather than folding it where it's sitting flat, you're going to fold it up where you just see the edge so that basically all your clothes are on their side or they're rolled so that you can see every single piece of clothing in the drawer when you open it. There's no lifting things up to see what's underneath. That is amazing. That has been life-changing for me. I did that two years ago, and all those drawers have stayed exactly like that for two years, and it has been a wonderful thing that we've done here. And then another, just a few more things I wanted to mention is I use the vacuum bags for all of my pillow inserts. You know, we were kind of the pillow ladies, uh, Kelly. So I have all these pillow inserts and those vacuum seal bags really are really mean that I can store those in a lot less space than it would take if they weren't, you know, vacuum sealed. Yeah, that's brilliant for the inserts because man, I have a lot of inserts. (laughs) I know, me too. And then, you know, in your closet... Be sure and organize things by color, and then it's so much easier to find things. I cannot tell you, or maybe if you were looking for a black top, maybe you didn't end up with the one you were looking for. I mean, but you'll it's there, but you're like, oh, well, there's this other black top that would work. But it, it, your closet just looks so much better when it's organized by color. It looks so organized, and I use matching hangers that I bought at Target. And then another tip is to use hooks on your walls in your closet. Excellent, excellent tips. And my final tip is after you've done all this, go buy yourself some flowers because you deserve it. And that'll make your house feel really fresh and gorgeous and organized. Well, and while you're organizing, listen to us. Oh, yeah, perfect. (laughs) 
Great. I'm sure we'll we've be talked with you. We've talked about organizations. There's probably other organization uh, episodes that we have done. We can link them in the show notes. Mm-hmm. So this is an exciting episode for so many reasons on the cusp of our birthday and all of that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but also because we are announcing our winner of the 500th episode giveaway. Yes. And our winner... Uh, Now, all we know is her username on Apple Podcasts. Her name in Apple Podcasts is Delta Ace 1341453. And you know who you are, Delta. You won. And let me read her review. Uh, It's in there. It's called The Girls. And she says, I believe my husband thinks I'm really friends with Kelly and Anita. When he asks what I'm doing, it's always something like having coffee with the girls, going for a walk with the girls, etc. I have been listening since the beginning and have listened to every show. Not only have I learned so much and become a better decorator, but y'all have gotten me. Oh, we love you, Delta. And email us at decoratingtipsandtricks at gmail.com and we are going to set up your consult. Delta, thank you so much. That was so wonderful. And all of the reviews that we received from the beginning of time, and certainly in response to this latest uh, 500th giveaway, we appreciate every single one of them, take every single one of them to heart, and they make us smile and feel so good that we are reaching out to you. And yes, that we are your friends and we are there with you on the treadmill uh, while you're organizing, (laughs) while you're walking the dog, while you're doing whatever, while you're driving to work, maybe while you're at work. (laughs) But we are so appreciative of every single one of you. And we are so happy to uh, be able to give this free concept to Delta Ace number, number, number. I can't remember the numbers. That's right. And we had so many wonderful reviews. Thank you, everyone, for the lovely, lovely words. It was such a pleasure reading all of them. And when you're organizing or decorating your home, I want you to not just listen to us. I want you to picture us cheering you on. That is what this is all about. It's all about you and your home. We are here to help you create your dream home. And we're doing everything we can to make that happen. So uh, I want you to picture us uh, just cheering you on on the sidelines as you're creating your beautiful home. We have something new we want to start. Anita came up with this great idea and she's going to tell you all about it. We are going to start something called the DTT Decorating Challenge. So we're going to give you a challenge each week. It's going to be very doable and it's going to be on a specific room. And we're going to take you through the steps of, uh, of decorating that space uh, so that it's beautiful. And I'm sure it's already beautiful, but even more beautiful and perfect for you. So we're going to be kind of walking you through how you're going to do that. And kind of, and it, obviously it's going to be kind of more like putting a plan together. Some of the things you may, you may be able to do everything that you want, but some people might want to buy pieces of furniture for the room. So we'll just kind of help you through, walk you through maybe putting a plan together and then, you know, maybe a budget and, and kind of figuring out uh, where you go from there. So we're excited about it. And we're going to start uh, next week. And the room we're going to start with is the living room. Each week, there's going to be a very doable action. We're going to break it down into small chunks. 
and we're going to ask you to share with us what you're doing on Instagram and to tag us. Uh, I'm Cedar Hill Farmhouse, and Kelly is my soulful home. So we're going to uh, hope to see a lot of fun things people are doing with their home, and we're going to start that next week. Yes, it's going to be so much fun. And you don't have to be on Instagram to do this, but it'd be just fun if you are, and you can tag us there. But everybody can join in and you can just do it for yourself. You don't even have to let us know you're doing it or share anything, but you can just go along with the uh, advice, the tip, the call to action for each room that we go through. And we're going to start with the living room. And I think that's a perfect room to start with, especially this time of year. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. I thought it'd be a fun thing for us to all do together. So uh, yeah, so we'll start that next week. We'll be doing it with you. Absolutely. So what's the DTT define for today? Defines... DTT defines welting today, and that is a cord wrapped in fabric, which is used to trim upholstery seams and places where the fabric meets with exposed wood. So it's also called piping. And if you sew like I do, then you've probably made miles of this stuff over the years. Um, Yeah, it's used on the edge of cushions and most upholstered pieces. Excellent term to know all about for pillows, upholstery, all kinds of things. So my crush is a book. I love to read books, particularly between Christmas and New Year. It seems like that quiet time of year. You give yourself a little time in the morning, maybe in the late afternoon where it's becoming evening. That's my favorite time. Kind of sit on that chaise in my living room and enjoy the tree and go through a book or two or three. So this year, the one I started out with right after Christmas is called Seed to Dust by Mark Hamer. And I absolutely loved it. I loved his first book, which I think I shared with as a crush in the past. I'll link that in the show notes as well. That was called How to Catch a Mole. So this book, as you can maybe imagine from the title, Seed to Dust, is a story of a gardener of a garden, but in life in general. Like a lot of the books and movies I like, Not a lot happens, but I like to say not a lot happens, but everything happens. And that is true of this book as well. Um, I will link his newest book in the show notes. This is his second book, and both of them are very well worth your time. I think you're going to be very captivated by the way he writes, but also the relationship that he has with the elderly lady who owns the home that he's gardening at. It's a beautiful book. My crush is a set of six food-grade silicon bowl lids. Uh, It's kind of one of those things that you didn't realize you needed it until you got it. Wait, do I have to get rid of a bowl to get these then? Do I have to have one bowl lid in, one bowl lid out? Or are these no, extra? no, no, no. These are lids and they they store flat. So okay. you're fine. You don't have to get rid of anything for these. Phew. Okay. <laughs> but they work on pans or bowls or even plates. There's six different sizes. So they kind of range from four to 12 inches. And they're, like I said, food grade silicon. And they uh, go from negative 40 degrees up to 446 degrees. So you can even use them in the microwave or the oven. So you can cover your food with this and when you're microwaving, like a plate. You can even use them in your oven, as long as it's under that temperature. But also you can use them in your refrigerator. Oh. So they kind of make a seal. You kind of push them down and it creates a vacuum seal. Mm-hmm. And actually what happened was, because I make sourdough bread and it rises in the bowl, the bowl I was using, I didn't have a good lid for and this one just kind of sits, you just kind of push it down. And then when you pull it up, kind of the 
whatever you've put it on a bowl or whatever, it tries to come up with the lid. So it does make a nice airtight seal. Mm. And it's kind of, there's kind of a, but it doesn't have to be an exact fit because the lids are just kind of flat. But I was really very excited about them. I've ended up using them for a lot more things than, than just the bread because I had to get a whole set. So, um, yeah, I was very excited to get them. It's less than $25, and I'll include the link for them. And they're kind of nice colors, too, because sometimes this stuff is not very attractive. But um, these these seem like they're going to have a lot of uses that I haven't even thought of yet. Frisbee. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> well, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. We really appreciate it. Happy New Year. All the best to everybody for 2022. We've got so many ideas and new episodes coming at you. So definitely stick with us and tell your friends, tell your family, get them to tune in to Decorating Tips and Tricks as well. And in the meantime, remember, we are here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time.